Welcome to Junior L's and Now What? Interlude episode 27.7, ultimate episode 64. So this episode is going to be unique. Um, I doubt it will be the last one I do like this, but the world we live in today is a place with a great deal of information and communication access, both giving and receiving. Uh, Concerns, um, very, very strong and heightened emotions as people share things, um, sometimes violently, and um, a lot of very targeted uh, intent behind those communications. In our uh, Sunday services, we talked about the idea of standing alone. And I am going to do that in this episode. I am planning on, you know, standing tall and and sharing something that's very, very dear to me. Um, So what I want to do is I'm going to read one paragraph from the most recent proclamation from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The proclamation is called the Restoration Proclamation. And this is what it says. And I'm only going to read part of it. We declare that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, organized on April 6, 1830, is Christ's New Testament Church restored. This church is anchored in the perfect life of its chief cornerstone, Jesus Christ, and in his infinite atonement and literal resurrection. I read this because of the word that was repeated twice, is. Is is a present tense term. I'm sharing this because I feel very strongly that unlike many other things that are taught in this world, philosophy, science, history, this is one of those items that is truly binary. This declaration along with other testimonies that have been shared over this, uh, really the last century and a half or more, is directly that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints truly is or is not Christ's church restored to the earth again. There are a lot of people out there that are fighting against it. There are a lot of people out there trying to find fault in it, and you will. You'll find fault in it. You'll find fault in the organization. You'll find fault in the people, both the members as well as the leaders, all throughout history, just like you will find fault in them in the scriptures. I share this because I feel it is vital that we understand this binary relationship we need to have with this church. I have a testimony, and I witness it through the spirit that I have felt, that this truly is, as this proclamation states, Christ's church restored to the earth back in 1830, starting with Joseph Smith's first vision in, in the Sacred Grove in 1820. I say that not because I understand everything about the church or the gospel or the canon and the books of doctrine. I say this not because I have any evidence to prove it, or to disprove it. I say this because I have had a witness to my heart by the Holy Ghost that it is true. And for me, that is enough. That is all I need. And if I run into things, and I have, and I will, and I will continue, that I don't understand, 
or that I'm challenged with. The goal here is to not to go back and ask the same question again. Is it or is it not true? The question is to go back and ask, help me to understand this as I try to live it. Back in the Bible times, the Pharisees and Sadducees worked very hard to try to um, get Jesus Christ to contradict himself or to prove himself wrong, both as the Son of God as well as this gospel he was trying to organize at the time, this church. Um, You recall in the New Testament two such occasions. One such occasion is when the Pharisees and Sadducees asked Jesus Christ what the greatest commandment was. They would have just simply said that one of the other ones must be greater and he is wrong. But he chose not to go down that road, and I won't revisit the whole thing. The second one was when they were talking about the woman who was the prostitute um, and, and coming to him accordingly. They were doing everything they could to fight against him. In the Book of Mormon times, Zeezrom in the city of Ammonihah, as a lawyer and a person who was very learned in both the language and the laws of the land, and very good with words, just a general, uh, used this as a way of combating against Alma the Younger and Amulek and, uh, with the same type of uh, attempts as the Pharisees and Sadducees had against Jesus Christ. When Joseph Smith was around in more modern times, people tried to take what he said. Oh, the heavens are closed. Jesus, Joseph, or Jesus Christ and Heavenly Father are separate, or not separate beings. They're one and the same. Um, how dare you see visions like that? And, and the list goes on. Uh, you know, scripture is made of gold, blah, blah, blah. And even in more modern times, uh, the, the, the church stands separate from a lot of the world's beliefs in lots of different respects. And there is a lot of imperfection in the church and in its leadership and in its members. If anyone were to believe that with the exception of Christ himself, that anyone or anything within this church is perfect, uh, I would be very curious to know uh, how deeply they've thought through this because they aren't. That's part of the reason for the faith. And so what I am using this particular episode is to share is this. If the church is true, and it is, I know so, then follow it in faith. If you feel that it is not, then don't be like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Don't fight against that which is right. Don't fight against the church because you're being just like them if you do and if you are. Instead, move on and find something that's more suited for you. That's all I have to share. Thank you for listening.